Have you ever seen these collectors out there that have these just amazing collections and wonder, how did they get that? How were they able to accumulate, build, and curate these amazing collections? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how you, the listeners, can do the same thing. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on all social platforms at Zan Morning. Getting the cards you want isn't always as easy as just going to eBay, going to your LCS, and buying whatever it is you want. Depending on how or what you collect, getting certain cards can be a real challenge to obtain. And that could be for different reasons. But before we get into the nuts and bolts and the hacks on how you can get the cards that you want in your collection, just a reminder of how you can help show your support for my content. Hit that subscribe button and leave me a review when you have the time. And don't forget to tell a friend. Spread the word about this podcast and any other wrestling card content that I'm working on. And when you're done listening to today's episode, hopefully it brings you some value and you can check the links in the show notes for all the other ways you can support YouTube, eBay, Patreon, and more. In my opinion, one of the most important things you can do to build up your collection is to put yourself out there. And what I mean by that is creating an online presence. Now look, I understand a lot of collectors out there being involved on social media or creating content of any kind, that's just not for them. Totally understand that. There's a lot of crap out there and a lot of time wasting on a lot of these social platforms. And honestly, if it wasn't for being in the hobby like I am and creating content, I wouldn't even mess around with social media. But I've learned over time, this is one of the best ways that you can get the cards that you want to add to your collection. And this is just by posting your collection and talking about the cards you want and what they mean to you. And for me, this goes for both PC and for business. On the PC front, most of my posts are all about carrying Cross Super Collection or my signed Wrestling All-Stars or again, the one-off here and there. The more I post about these things, the more I become known for those things. It's that simple. And then as more people see this, they start to reach out to me and say, hey, I have these cards. Do you want them? I don't want them. People also use social media and content as a search engine now. So maybe they're trying to look for that person that is a collector of this person and they just pulled that card in their breaks and they're wanting to sell it. Again, to get those into the hands of the right collectors who would be interested in buying them or trading or whatever. This can also be applied for business. It's a well-known fact now that I love buying bulk lots and large collections. So the more I talk about that aspect of what I'm buying, the more I talk about my eBay store, the more people start coming to me with those lots and those collections for sale. It's a win-win both for me as I get the inventory for my store to run the business and for the person who no longer wants the cards that are just laying around. And the more you do this kind of thing, the more it leads to my next tip and that's being willing to build relationships. I don't know about all of you, but where I live, if I just walk out the door, it's not like I'm going to run into a wrestling car collector anywhere close to me. That's why I started seeking out other like-minded collectors and communities online. I would see someone post a cool card, I'd comment on it, I'd ask questions about it, etc. Not only would that lend to a learning experience for myself if it was something I was unfamiliar with or just got some new information about, but it was also a new relationship built. And down the road, those pay off. I can't tell you how many rare and scarce carrying cross cards I've been able to obtain in the Super Collection via private deals from other collectors that have, I have become acquainted with. Shout out especially to Dan Wynn, the great curator, and Chris Broncato, who have hooked me up on a few different deals now of some carrying cross superfractors at very affordable prices, I thought. I can also say that this has been a great way to source inventory for my store. I had mentioned earlier, but when people find out you buy that stuff, the deals, they just start coming to you. And when I say deals, I mean fair deals. 
And that's what leads me to my next point. When trying to make connections in the hobby, which can lead to eventual business transactions, be it buy, sell, trade, be it for business, or be it for PC, be fair, be realistic, be polite. The more you can do this, the more it pays off in the future. And if you're buying, selling, or trading with other wrestling car community members, try to be fair and realistic from the value when it comes to pricing. Maybe you want to give somebody a really good deal here and there based on your relationship with them, and maybe it's something you're going to sell to them way below comps because it could set up future deals. When pricing, again, be fair and realistic. Don't necessarily be beholden to the latest comp or what something is currently listed for. Just know your margins on things and what you have them for sale. Combine that with like, is it rare? Is it scarce? What's the demand for this? And then knowing what people that you sell to on a regular basis, what their buying habits are, what they like, what they don't like. Take all that stuff into considerations and make some deals. Also, be polite. If somebody reaches out to you via DM and has a card for sale that you are interested in, or maybe you're not interested in it, maybe you are, but the price is too high, or maybe they have a collection. This happens to me quite a bit. People reach out to me with a collection and they want just an absorbent amount and don't understand that like they've got about $40 worth of cards and they're wanting $1,000 for them. Like Sometimes those things just don't work out. Just politely and let them know, hey, I'm not interested. Uh, maybe th you know, in the future, thanks for reaching out to me. Maybe we can work something out in the future. I'm just not interested at this time. Now, I know some of those things may be harder to do at times than others. But again, just do your best and it will pay off down the road. I think oftentimes a lot of us think our cards are worth more than they are, be it from the buying or selling aspect. And, you know, I, I think a lot of emotion can get wrapped up when we're doing buy-sell trades. You know, somebody, people get really offended at these things and you just got to let it go. You know, you can't get offended. You just got to move on and business is business and collections are collections. And my last point I wanted to talk about when it comes to how to get the cards you want in your collection is focus. Now, this may seem overly simple, but enough of you out there are not doing it. I see it on a daily basis. And I'm not telling you how to collect. And I'm also not talking about like change of lanes of collecting. Maybe you were collecting vintage and now you don't want any of that stuff and you just want modern. Or you're changing PCs or whatever it is. That stuff generally is just going to happen organically over time with collecting. But what I'm talking about is self-discipline. Only having saved searches set up for the stuff that you really want in your collection and not buying into the latest product break or buying something that you think you like just because someone else told you it was a good, quote, investment or you wanted it to be cool and fit in with this other collecting crowd. None of that stuff matters. The more time and the more money that you give to these outside forces, the less time you have to focus on the things that really matter to you and make you happy, regardless of what anyone else thinks about that. Well, I hope today's episode has given you some ideas on how you can get those cards that you've always wanted into your collection. Building, curating that great collection that isn't always just about the money, it isn't always about the showmanship, or what anybody else is going to think about your collection. Many times, a lot of these things that find their way into your PC have to do with the connections that you make within the hobby, staying focused on those goals, not deviating, and it's also important to remember that what you buy and collect is ultimately about making you happy and fulfilled. No matter what that collection is, what it's worth, it's all about curation and your connection with those things, be it cards, figures, memorabilia, VHS, it doesn't matter. And again, not what anyone else thinks or has to say about your way of collecting or what you collect. The hobby is a great form for self-expression, and I say, hey, lean into that. What did you think about today's topic? I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me on social media or email. You can find links to all of my accounts in the show notes. Also in the show notes, you can find the links to other ways that you can help show your support for this content. 
please hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Take the time to leave me a review. That helps us get more listeners. Speaking of that, spread the word. Tell more collectors. Tell more investors, dealers, sports car guys, beanie baby collectors. It doesn't matter. Spread the word about this podcast. Let's get more people involved. Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun, and keep trying to build that ultimate collection for yourself, not for anyone else. See ya.